Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lions. We're coming at you on April 12th, 2019. Today we got some things for you, as always. We got a nice baseball recap, some we're probably going to do every week because we're huge baseball fans. Two weeks into the season and uh, the Dodgers are looking different than they did the first week. I'm a little upset about it. So are the Angels, though, in a good way. Um, we both saw Shazam since our last recording, so we're definitely going to leave a review and you know talk about that, talk about what we thought of it, and whether or not you should go spend money to go see it. And then the biggest sports news, well, I don't know, at least the biggest yesterday, being Tuesday, was Magic Johnson just quitting the Los Angeles Lakers. How does that make you feel, Ty? Couldn't care less. <laughs> Couldn't care less, but we're going to still talk about it, and we're going to bring you some entertainment about it. So uh, bring you some entertainment about it. That didn't make any sense. That's all right. Let's do it. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! 
you look up, you can put it on the board. Yes. Okay. <laughs> bring you some entertainment about it. That's our Let's new. Let's bring uh, some entertainment about it. <laughs> That's our new slogan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're going to bring you some entertainment about baseball right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get, let's get it under control here. How you feeling about your Dodgers, Jason? Oh, uh, it was a pretty good first couple of weeks of the season. Hashtag confirmed. We just lost our third game in a row at the time of recording this. We were recording this on Wednesday night. It is approximately 7.44 PM. Um, you know, just to get a little behind the scenes for y'all. Um, we just lost our third game in a row to the St. Louis Cardinals, which isn't surprising because the Cardinals... Good they team. Kind of always kick our ass, honestly, even when they suck. But uh, I mean, I don't really care. It happens in baseball. There's your ups and your downs. It's a long season, and the Angels were down to start our season, and boy, have we turned it around. Winners of five in a row at the time of recording this. Absolutely. Mike Trout is injured, which we're not going to talk about because by the time the episode drops, he's going to be playing. Jay. Yeah, because I know it's a day to day thing. He's going to be healthy, so I'm I'm not worried. I may look worried, but I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> Angels got possibly the best bullpen in baseball at this time. Been absolutely numbers wise, out. but not talent wise. It's um, gonna even out. Talent wise equals numbers, Jason. And if our numbers are the best, our talent's the best at this time. Okay. Keg Krim, Keg Krim, Craig Kimbrell <laughs> is gonna sign with the Angels. Just help bolster that back end. And we're gonna be looking real good. Offense is turning it up. We'll see. Angels are looking great. We'll we're, see. we're headed straight for that second wild card spot. We'll see, because a week ago you were one and six and you hated baseball. Yep, and we turned it around. Things are and looking it's good. Still week two. Actually, Jay, we're headed for that number one wild card spot because I only had the Red Sox above us and they look like garbage to start the it's season. Early. It's they early. They look like garbage. You can't really take into seriously take into account, I think, until like end of May. Absolutely not. But the Dodgers know, were ten games under five hundred halfway through May last year. That makes sense. One thing I read, though, Jason, how can you tell when it's time to start checking numbers and seeing where players are? It was, it was basically an article about war. Okay. You know when it's appropriate to check war? Every day. When the best player in baseball is at the top of the war ratings. Oh, my God. You know who's already at the top of the war ratings? Tied with the Dodger player. I'll give him that. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Okay, so you're telling me if Mike Trout has a huge opening day and he leads war... That's about time to start checking the stats. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> There's some flaws in that logic. 100% is, but I 100% agree with it anyway. So you're also telling me if Mike Trout gets hurt on opening day, doesn't play all year, and the best player never leads in war, just stats for that season don't matter. You don't look at them. They just don't go in the, in if the, the record If the best books. player isn't at the top, it's not an appropriate time to check the stats. I can make the case that's a uh, subjective thing, though. Not everyone thinks Mike Trout's the best player. It's personal uh, opinion. I'd argue that everyone thinks he's a top three player. And if he's not in the top three awards, it's not time to check stats. I think uh, also going going back to that, Jay. I'd put another, Mookie above him, Josh Donaldson, that's a lie. Miguel Cabrera. Josh Donaldson, that's a joke. Miguel <laughs> Cabrera, that's a joke. <laughs> Just all the people that won. Jose Altuve. <laughs> no, he's good, but no. Also, another thing to back that up. You know, another appropriate time to check stats, Jason. When when the worst player in baseball is at the bottom of the list. I don't think Chris Taylor's at the bottom. <laughs> There's a Chris at the bottom though, and he is. I shouldn't bad mouth the Dodgers. God I love you all right now, Chris Davis. Oh, for his last a million new record. He's in the record 51 books. or whatever it is. He's in the record books. Yeah, that's that's rough. But he's getting paid. Be you got to get a bloop somewhere. Just release him or send him down to like single A so he can work on his swing. Like yes, you're not winning anyways, yeah. and he's not helping. 
So it doesn't matter. Who cares how much you're paying him? Go get his fucking swing fix so he can actually be worth some of the money you're paying him. Yeah, they sent Miguel Sano, the twins, last year to advanced yeah. day. They should just do the same thing. I don't know why they're still in the big leagues. Maybe he has like a thing in his contract where he can't get sent down. Mm, Maybe, but you got to figure something out with that guy. That's bad, man. I'm getting paid that much money to not hit. I think I could get a hit in 57 and bats. That's what I'm saying. Like how (laughs) eventually you just got to get lucky and a ball's going to find a hole or just dribble in the infield and you're going to beat it out. Yeah. Like it takes talent to be that bad. He deserves to be in the record books. Yeah, I mean, back to the circling back to the Dodgers though. I mean, it sucks. We've lost three in a row. I'm a little worried because our bats were kind of bang or bust. We did really good the first ten, and then we actually faced some good pitching, and like they completely shut us down, which is very worrisome. Um, but then again, they've traveled a lot, and I'm not too worried. I mean, they their one day off so far this year was a travel day where they flew to Colorado, and then they played three in Colorado. And usually Sunday games are morning game or afternoon games because it's like a travel day or like at least the last game of the series is almost always an afternoon mm. it wasn't because it was sunday night baseball uh, so they finished 10 30 11 30 whatever time it was on a plane colorado time hopped on a plane so they could play the next day in st louis and now we're playing four in a row after tomorrow's game which will be yesterday by the time you're listening to this it's a morning game for us afternoon game for them they're hopping back on a plane to la to play the brewers for three games so that's a tough little this stretch. This is a stretch where we could legitimately lose like seven in a row. <laughs> well, that's one of the arguments with the, how bad the Red Sox have been. They, I think yesterday was their first home game of the season. Yeah. They've been on a tough road streak. So, It's baseball. I mean, as you just got to win 92 games, and then once October happens, that's when you really worry about it. Yeah. And but, I uh, think we're good enough, and our division's bad enough to win 92 games. So, <laughs> I think everything's probably going to balance out probably in a month or so. Mariners are not going to be on top of the AL West. Hey, you never know, man. They'll the Met, collapse eventually. But. The Mets are looking good. Yeah, my rookie of the year pick's looking good, leading the way. My Cy Young pick is not for the American League, but we aren't going to talk about that. He hasn't got to pitch a at home. Array. He did pitch at home yesterday, but we're not going to talk about that. And they stole home on him. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. He's going to turn it around. And, I mean, my Cy Young pick, he has like a 2.5 ERA. I mean, it's two starts, and there's people doing better than him, but I'm just saying. He's looking good. I will give you that. I'm a, Miko, our friend Miko, freaking called me out for it being a dumb pick when he picked Rice Hoskins to win the freaking MVP. Come on now. What did I say, Jay? What did I say when he said that? There's a certain guy named Cody that might stop that. Cody Bellinger is on a tear to start the season. Yeah, but we'll he, see how long that lasts. He's keeping up with Mike Trout. Yeah. He I, went over today. That's I think. saying something. Yeah. Mike Trout went over today as well. And we haven't even finished the game yet. And I know that because he's injured. <laughs> so. You know, Bellinger has the tools to definitely be good. It's just if he doesn't fall into that strikeout trap. But he's got he's quick as hell. I don't know if you've ever seen him run. Dude, he's got like he'll do these lefty slap swings like Ijiro with two strikes. He legitimately they had the shift on, they had the second baseman in right field, Joe Panic. Routine ground ball and he beat it out to Joe Panic at second base. Oof. Because he kind of like pulled it, went with it, and he's just he's huge. He's like six forty length. Long strides. He beat it out. And then um Sunday night. He hit like a chopper to first base, beat it out. He flipped it to the pitcher and then beat the pitcher to first. Like he, he's quick. He's got all the tools. He's got his MLB experience behind him. This it might could be, happen. This might be a Cody Bellinger MVP season. I mean, it is only in his third year. I'm not going to get too excited yet because all Dodger fans got excited about Jock Peterson. <laughs> and before today's game, he was 0 for his last 21. So uh, He's looking good, though. He's 100%. looking very good. Yeah, Brandon. What's his name on the Mets that I picked? I don't even remember his name. I don't either. He's doing good. Uh, the Cy Young, DeGrom was doing good. I mean, it's only two weeks. I don't even think Vladdy Jr. is called no, up he's yet. he's not called up yet. 
Um, how's Nola looking? Have you seen? I have no idea. You picked Nola? Yeah, I picked Aaron Nola for my NL Cy Young winner. He was a runner-up last season. And um, let's see. He's got a 6.46 ERA so far to start the so year in three starts. Apparently, my Cy Young prediction is a curse. It's like the cover of, what is that, MLB or something? Madden. Madden. It's the Madden curse. The Tyler curse. <laughs> Everything's going to balance out, Jay. I mean, granted, it's it's early, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a good week, though. Been a lot of entertainment. We had Bryce Harper homering at uh, Washington Nationals. I thought that happened before last episode. We didn't talk about baseball last episode, and then he just did it again last night, I want to say. Well, he homered against the Nats, but it was at Philly. Yeah, but against the Nats. Homered off of Strasburg. First player ever, first number one pick ever to homer off the next year's number one pick or the previous year's, whatever order it was. That's wild. I saw that on Twitter. Elias Statsboro. Bureau. <laughs> um... But, yeah, I mean, everything's been looking – oh, how about Marcelo Zuna with that play oh. last night against the Dodgers? Climbing the wall like he's going to rob a home run and then face planning. That's an all-time not top ten moment right That's there. an all-time MLB The Show glitched animation, that, dude. No kidding. <laughs> Go to rob a home run and it lands in front of you. Oh, yeah, that's dude. that's rough. My Beat the Streak on uh, – the Beat the Streak app is up to seven at the time of recording this. Who else do you got? Tonight, uh, Yelich. I picked Matt Chapman and Yelich. Matt Chapman mm, already hit a double. That's a tough one, Jay. We He's got, 0 for 1 right now. We got that Angels. It's the starting rotation. Can oh. make Yelich go over. Oh, look at this. He's up to bat. Full count. Two outs. First and second. We, everyone's going to get a live reaction to if Christian Yelich gets a base hit right here. I'm going to okay? be honest, Jay. With how good the Angels' bullpen has been, he better get a, like a hit off of Pena because the bullpen has been lights out. Let's see. we got a 3-2 count. 86-mile-an-hour changeup. Yelich at the play. He's DHing tonight, so he's only got to focus about hitting. I'm saying the last three innings, seventh, eighth, and ninth of yesterday's game against the Brewers, zero hits for the Brewers. Who's even in the back end of your one? In play runs. Let's go. He just got a base hit, baby. God damn it. I don't know what he did, but it's in play runs. <laughs> so not only did, are the Angels uh, down, but Jason's streak is up to nine. No, no big Christian deal. Yelich singles on the line drive. No Let's go, deal. baby. He's a great player. I can't argue that. Congratulations on your streak, Jason. I have a pro strap for these streaks if anyone else does it. Um I've got up pretty high in one year. Uh, I wasn't even 18, so even if I won, it wouldn't have counted. Uh, <laughs> I got up to like 30-something. I was on the top 10 leaderboard. I was like third. Seriously? Yeah. I, you should, <laughs> I thought you knew about this. No. Um, you just pick really good players. I went 0 for the day before usually. They're bound to get a hit. If they're facing a bad pitcher. If they're facing a bad pitcher and they went 0 for the day before, they're probably going to get a hit. That's a lock, basically. If Mike Trout's facing a guy with a 5-year and he went 0 for 4, 0 for 5 the night before, like he's probably going to get a base hit. Do you have to choose a player every single day? You don't have to, no. Because I legitimately would just wait until Mike Trout faces Felix Hernandez and just choose that every <laughs> single time because I don't he think you're going to get to 57. Him. I don't I'll do it over 3 seasons. It resets. They need to change those rules. <laughs> Cuz I guarantee I'll be the first person ever with the Break the record. I had – I was going to add something else to that. but I, Oh, A.J. Pollock's a good pick too. I saw a tweet. I can't find it for the life of me, and it's bugging me. I saw someone tweet that he's never in his career had seven straight plate appearances without getting on base. More than seven. Really? Which means he could walk, so that yeah. could hurt it. But he like went 0 for 5 the other night, and I was like, A.J. Pollock, first at bat, hit a double. And I was like, hey, it's so, fail-proof. Some guys are just consistent. Yeah, so – I mean, right now, Mike Trout's on-base percentage is over 500. Oh, yeah, that's insane. But knowing me, I'll get like a high streak. I'll get to like 20 and then lose it and then never do touch it again. <laughs> Even though if you double down, you could do the whole streak in like a month. 
but I'll be like, oh, I don't have enough time left the rest of the season. I double down every day too, which kind of kills me sometimes. No, that's how you build it up. Yeah. I don't know at what point I would start taking it seriously. Probably yeah. like 20. 30. I'd say yeah, I'd even wait till 30. How high do you have to get to get excited? I'm pretty sure if 30. you get like... I think once I started getting excited, that's when I'd start taking it seriously. I think once you get to like... If you get to like 40 or something, you win prizes too. It's not just the 57. Oh, like you'll win smaller stuff? Like the year I, uh, I got the 57 or the 20, whatever it was, I got like a... 50% off MLB shop coupon. I never used it. I should have. That's pretty dope. It was before I had money. <laughs> yeah, you get a scratch-off prize. You get a five-game hitting streak prize, and it's like a scratch-off. Where's my five-game hitting streak prize? I'm, I probably have it. Ten-game hitting streak prize. It just keeps going up to so like 40-game. 40 40-game 40 hitting streak. You get a free two-year subscription to MLB TV, tickets to one MLB game, and $500 cash. Ooh, cash money, baby. So the first time you start getting straight up cash is 25 games. So either they changed that or I got in the low 20s because you get $100. Oh, no, it's a it's a scratch off. Uh, and $100 cash is one of them. But if you get to 40, you get either the two-year subscription, a ticket, or $500. So that's like, it's pretty good. That's a ticket to an MLB game or $500? Ticket to an MLB game. Ticket, so I'm assuming two. A two-year free subscription to MLB TV or 500 bucks. Why wouldn't you just take the $500 and then buy tickets with that and still have, like, at least 200 Well, it's a, it's a scratcher. You don't... Oh, okay. You don't get to choose? Yeah. What and then, like, say? 35, the worst thing you can get is a uh, oh, entry into MLB.com Beat the Streak World Series ticket sweepstakes. That's probably the worst because it's just an entry. But the worst <laughs> real thing would be a $25 MLB shop gift certificate. So, I mean, there's money to be won. And I'm pretty sure I have I have a scratcher. Just keep your strategy going, Jay. Ooh, let's live scratch my scratcher on the podcast right now. Get something good. Scratch to win. Oh. Dun, dun. A free one-day MLB TV subscription. Let's go. I already have a free year because I'm a T-Mobile customer. Oof. So um, we'll do a live giveaway um, on the you... podcast. Hey, there we go. <laughs> um, how do I check the email associated with your BTS account for redemption information? Ugh, that's so much work. Um, Tyler, why don't you start talking about Shazam while I look at that? Alrighty. So, over the weekend, me and Jason both went to see Shazam, DC's uh, latest movie. Not together. Not together. That's okay. I was going to. I asked Jason. He already bought the tickets again. <sighs> Whatever. But let's do a non-spoiler review and then a spoiler review. Okay, so they didn't give me a, co- a code, but if anyone listening wants one day free from MLB TV, I mean, it's just one day, uh, just let us know on Twitter, and I will, I can log into your account off my link and get you one free day. Let's retweet our post about the episode. Yes. And that'll enter you in. For one free day. One free day. <laughs> that I won from a competition. <laughs> hey, one free day could come in handy. It could. Maybe you got a trip or something you're taking. You can't watch your team play. Yeah, that's You need very that true. one free day. That's very true. Anyways, what were you saying about Shazam? Let's do a non-spoiler. Okay. Quick little review. Full spoiler review. Um, so non-spoiler first. What did you think about it, Jay? Non-spoiler. I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I'd give it a uh, probably like a mm, 8.5 out of 11. I'm not good with math. 8.5. Uh, I don't know either. Like a 7.9 out of 10. 
Okay. That's what I was going to say. I'd give it about an 8 out of 10. I thought it was good. I'm really upset with the trailers for it <laughs> because there's a lot of really funny moments in it, but a lot of them were already shown in the trailers. That's, yeah. So it kind of cut it down. I mean, I'm a, I wasn't going into it expecting it to be a, like super funny like you were. So mm-hmm. I think that was the difference. I think that's why I ultimately enjoyed it more. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I, you know, I, I would definitely go see it if you were thinking about seeing it. You know, it's definitely a full price Friday night if you need to. Ten bucks, eleven bucks ticket. Of course, I always go when it's cheaper because that's a smart thing to do. But some people <laughs> can't do that. And yeah, I would, I would definitely go see it. I mean, what's his name? Um, Zach Levi. Levi. Yep. Did Zach, I get it right? Yeah, Zachary Levi. Oh my god, I'm so proud. He did really good. I really liked him in this. I thought he um, did a great job. I thought the kid actors did well as. Um, yeah, also, the little sidekick, disabled kid. He was funny. Yeah, he was really funny. Um, the Asian kid was funny. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of good moments in it. Uh, really funny, really good storyline. By far the best DC movie I've seen. DC EU. Yeah. DC EU. Um, and then what was I going to say? Oh, I kind of noticed I wanted Zachary Levi to be on the screen a lot more than the kid towards the end. Like, I don't know. It was just, I I liked him more as an actor and he was a superhero of course, but when the kid was on screen, like, I don't know. I just don't think he was as like funny. He wasn't. It was a lot. I don't think he was trying to be funny, but still. He was acting like a kid. Which, you know, he is a kid. Yeah. But when Zachary Levi got on screen, he was an adult acting like a kid. But that was one thing I noticed, too, is, like, one critique is, like, when they had Zachary Levi as the kid, like, he would act kind of like a kid. But then when they had the actual kid, he wasn't really acting as immature. You know what I mean? I could see that little disconnect. You know, so it wasn't like they were – it was like it was supposed to be the same person, but they weren't really the same person still. Yeah. Um, Great movie, though. Definitely recommend it. Um, go see it. Let us know what you think. What do we even really have to spoil? I'll put timestamps in it in the description if you don't want to be spoiled. I was just gonna. I mean, we don't have to do a spoiler. I was just gonna say we could talk more in depth about it. Uh, well, I mean, it's up to you. I don't. We don't really have to spoil anything. Go see the movie, everybody. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, the villain was bland. I'll say that. That's I not will... really spoiling anything. And they did kind of try to build up the villain too it's not like they just threw him in there like yeah the opening sequence is about the villain and everything yeah yeah i was really confused when that happened. i was too i didn't know what was going on but um you know they tried building him up and creating like this sort of backstory to him and make him a good villain yeah i don't think they did it that well i still wasn't that connected <laughs> yeah. to him by the end it was kind of funny see this is spoiling it a little bit i'm not gonna spoil it we could talk off 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 podcast about it but yeah he was a little bland um i know you said like the little demon people were bad cgi or something yeah cgi CGI could have been a little better um just for the villains i think zachary levi and like the superhero stuff looked really good yeah cgi wise um a couple of really cool shots as far as cgi and the fight scenes and um you know transformation into shazam stuff the ending the cameo at the ending that i don't want to say what it was that was great i don't know what they're gonna do with that i don't know but it cracked me up i liked it yeah good stuff keep an eye out for the post credit scene what even was the post that was it that was the post credit scene was the cameo at the ending oh was it i thought that yeah. was the end of the actual movie oh well yeah, there was, it was two. the end of the actual there's movie. two there was like right after like pre-credit there was one where the they teased aquaman i think kind of yeah Oh, maybe that was the end of the movie, and then they set up the next movie with the one post-credit scene. Yeah, yeah, they set up the one movie, and yeah. then they had like the fun Aquaman. Yeah, so there's thing. two post-credit scenes. Um, stick around after the movie, but 
yeah, go see it. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was definitely worth the uh, price of a ticket. This might spoil a little bit, but is The Rock still in this at all? He was never in talks to be in this movie. He's going to get his solo movie oh, as Black Adam, which is okay. supposed to be the bad guy to Shazam. And then I'm assuming maybe Shazam 2 or 3, they come together. Okay. Okay. But yeah, he's still in talks to have his own movie. That, well, that's I knew he wasn't going to be in this, but I thought he'd be... Spoiler alert, he's not in the post-credits. Yeah. Um, no I Dwayne was, the Black Rock Johnson. I thought he was going to be in the post-credits, and he wasn't. Yeah, I was hoping he would, but... That's one thing he hasn't really played is like a superhero. Well, super villain. I mean, he's in this played case. everything else. He's basically playing a superhero in he's the new a Fast and the Fairy. Furious movie. I know for real. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies gotten out of hand. Yeah, but I mean, he's played a tooth fairy. He's played. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head. A football player. Yeah, football he's player. Played, football coach. Um, football coach. Which one was that? Uh, Gridiron Gang. Never it's seen an older it. movie. Never seen it. Scorpion. King. Really good, actually. Scorpion King, he's played, you know, Fast and Furious franchises. That's our next listing is the top rock movies. That absolutely should be our next listing. Miko mentioned that a few weeks ago, and I just kind of, like, brushed it off. Sometimes you got to keep your ears open, Jay. No, I heard him. I just was like, (laughs) yeah, that's a good idea. Miko, if you're listening to this, sorry. But, uh, yeah. Good stuff. I'm still disappointed about The Rock. I was really expecting The Rock. It's all right. I'll go watch this movie once it comes out. They're really doing a solo movie for a villain and then coming together? That's what I heard. I mean, let's be honest. If The Rock's the main character, anyone will go and watch it. Yeah, that's true. I don't really know much about him That man sells movies more than anybody else. Yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't in the MCU at all. I'm surprised they didn't. Imagine The Rock as Hulk. Wouldn't really work because Bruce Banner's kind of supposed to be like small and scrawny and then he gets big. What if they did like the old TV show where they just painted him green? (laughs) I think he did (laughs) that for a Halloween costume and it was hilarious. Oh my God, that's fucking great, dude. He'd look like a buff, that one turtle. It's like a cartoon turtle. He'd look Teenage like a... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, 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 no. I'm going to look this up. A buff turtle, Jay? He would be a buff version of this turtle. Cartoon turtle. Oh, my oh, God. That's going to be name? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's actually no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dude. What, what is that turtle's name? Franklin. Franklin the turtle. He'd be a buff Franklin the turtle. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Franklin, he's got like a bald little head. Oh, Tyler's My phone bad. is ringing. Every time. Who Dad, is that? if you're listening to this, you have some sort of special radar to know when we are recording this podcast. And they're not always on the same days. They aren't. We mix it up. We're recording on a different day. And you still call me while we're recording. That is a God-given gift I can't get mad at you for because it's like supernatural at this point. Does he call you every night? No, he doesn't. He calls me every night we record. That's pretty funny. Are you going to answer that or just call him after? I'll call him after. Okay, but yeah, we both liked uh, Shazam. The critics really liked it, too, getting into uh, Trivia Time with Tyler, hey America's yo. favorite segment that's Bring coming back. Bring it back. Air horns. I'll put some air horns in there in post. I got to remember that now. Where are we at in the timestamp so I can remember? <laughs> Around 25-ish minutes. Okay. Um, trivia Time. So, Tyler. Let's talk some trivia. This isn't Trivia Time, but what do you think Shazam got on Rotten Tomatoes? 91%. Okay. How'd you know that? I looked it up already. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to do DC movies, not just DC EU movies. Ooh. DC movies with how, 90% or more on Rotten Tomatoes. How far are we throwing this back? I know there's really All bad the way. old ones, but I'm sure that none of them are good. All the way. All right. Dark Knight Rises. Nope. Oh, not Dark. Fuck. I just meant The Dark Knight, but whatever. You still get one X. Yeah. You get three X. There's four movies. I will tell you that. Besides Shazam. Four movies. Besides Shazam. 
Okay, so Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, obviously. Yep. So you got one right and one X. Three more. I'm wondering if Batman Begins did or not, because it was really well-received. It was a good movie, but I don't know if it was 90% or more. Um, definitely not Green Lantern. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think other DC movies. I'm thinking like the old Superman movies uh-huh. um, with... Oh, I can't think of his name. Dude's in a wheelchair. Nick Cage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say Superman, I'm assuming is the title of it. Okay. Um, Christopher Reeves? Maybe? There is. See, I don't know if to give this to you or not. Who'd you say played Superman? Christopher Reeves? I think that's his name. I don't know who plays in this one. Wow. This movie doesn't have a good IMDb rating, but it's 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Where's... Oh, yeah. Christopher Reeve, 1978 Superman, had a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. okay. Good job, Ty. I'm proud of you. So I'm up to two with one X. Um, I'm trying to think of other DC movies, and I can only think recent. I'm going to say Batman Begins. Nope. Okay. Isn't that funny how The Dark Knight is the only of the trilogy to get 90%? Well, it's the best one by far. Yeah, but I would think at least one of the other ones would. What, what did the other Especially one Especially considering Shazam in I know the, the 80s. I know the third one was I think, considered the worst one. No, I think Batman Begins was like 85 really? and uh, Rises was like 88 or something like that. Huh. I'll look All it right. up while you think. So I'm feeling like it's going to be older movies that I don't really remember. I don't know. Before my time. I'm going to say the Batman movie with. Uh, your movie crush you were telling me. Movie crush? Yeah, the dude who played Vulture in... Oh, Michael Home- Keaton? Yeah, Michael Keaton Batman. Dude, I love Michael Keaton. He's a good actor. Uh, no. <laughs> Two X's. Or oh, that's three X's. Is it? Yeah, that's three. That's fine. I couldn't think of anything else. I'll give you a hint. There is another Batman movie in this. Let's see if you can think of it. Another Batman movie? And one of them's a recent movie, too. Not the Batman movie. Well... Yeah, not the Batman movie, but the other one. I don't think so Aquaman Batman got higher than 90%. Batman Begins got 84 in The Dark Knight Rises. I don't know what other recent Batman movies there were that I can think of. It'd have to be an yeah, old Yeah, Dark Knight Rises, oh, 87. maybe the Batman movie with Jack Nicholson as the Joker? Nope. I have no idea then. The recent movie was uh, Wonder Woman, 93. Oh. There I go being sexist, not thinking of the women superheroes. <laughs> and then the... Uh... <laughs> The one that I laughed at, I laughed like three times when I was making this list. The only other 90 rated or above DC movie, the Lego Batman movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it popped up in DC movies on Rotten Tomatoes, so I counted it's it. It's got a DC superhero in it. I counted That's fair it. enough. I never in a million years would have thought to guess that. But Great movie. Have you, you've seen I, I've only seen the first Lego movie. I haven't seen you Batman still or have, Lego 2. We've talked about this on the podcast. And I that still is your homework. I'll, I'll see I'm what I yelling. Can make. I can see what I can make happen here. You can make it happen. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not difficult. <laughs> All right. Dude, you haven't seen the Lego Bat. It's so good, bro. I've heard good. It's got 90% around tomatoes. I'm sure it's great, Jay. <laughs> it's so good. You know what's not good? Is the new Hellboy. Oof. Supposedly. Big time oof. We um, haven't seen it yet, obviously. It's as not far as the first 39 reviews were in at the time that I checked before recording, it had a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that oh, was no, rounding no, 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 up. No, 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 It's up to 11. Ooh, making moves. 
11% on Rotten Tomatoes, 45 so critics. So just going through movies here, Jason, and recent movies that came out with, a, you know, it has 11% on its rating. You want to take a guess? What other recent movie? Yeah, it was a recent movie that also had 11%. On Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. How recent? Um, 2019? Maybe. The the last uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, possibly. I don't know. Holmes and Watson also oh, is sitting at 11%. I was 11%. just talking about that movie last night with my dad. Well, we know that one's going to be hilarious, so they're incorrect about that, but... <laughs> That's tough, dude. I was looking forward to that Hellboy movie. I don't think I'm going to go see it in theaters now if it's sitting that low. Well, there's a... Yeah, I'm probably not either. I'll probably go see it on Discount Tuesday. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's 15 top critics on Rotten Tomatoes. One of them rated it fresh. Well, that's good. William Bibiani captures the breathless quality of reading 30 issues of a, sem- of a single comic book in one sugar, sugar-addled afternoon, shoving as many amazing characters and storylines and images in one film as it can possibly hold. So this guy's obviously a huge comic fan growing up, and he probably likes yeah anything comics. Because it sounds like you're shoving 30 into one. Like That's going to be tough to have one character go through 30 comics worth of stuff in one movie. Uh, Philip de Samlin said, It's two hours long, but feels like an eternity. <laughs> Lurching incoherently from one noisy set piece to another. Original score, one out of five. Violence and vulgarity. This is Rafir Guzman. Violence and vulg- vulgarity replace the humor and poetry of Guillermo del Toro's superhero films. That's a tough one to follow up. Point to. five out of four. Because those original Hellboy movies were fantastic, especially the first one. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever seen them. Really? Honestly. Yeah, I haven't. They were great movies. Oh, um, Johnny Olixeni. Ol- oh, I'm so bad at names. Um. <laughs> Zero out of four wrote, the race for worst movie of the year is heating up. You can even (laughs) say it's hotter than hell now that Hellboy has taken the lead. Oh, that's a big time move. Yeah, that's a big time move, man. (laughs) I mean, it's not getting great reviews at all. Well, maybe maybe tread cautiously if you want to go see that at theaters. I think they should all have their own... They should all have a uniform rating scale. They all, like... Some of it rated about a 10, some of it rated about a 5, some of it rated A through D. Well, I mean, that's like personal stuff and whatnot. Yeah. But as far as Rotten Tomatoes, it's really just do you recommend it, yes or no? Oh, here we go. All right, last review by Owen Glaberman of Variety. I haven't read it, but he's a top critic and it's long. It's lunging to be a badass hard R epic, but it's basically a pile of origin story, gobbledygook, f- frenetic, and undercooked full of limb-hacking, eye-gouging monster battles, as well as an atmosphere of apocalyptic grunge that signifies next to nothing. Damn, dude. So it sounds like they didn't really focus on story as much as here's Hellboy killing things. Which, if that's what you're into, man, you just want to go watch a blood and gore (laughs) ass-kicking fest, sounds like a great movie. Hellboy's a badass character. I might see it in theaters. You never know. Discount Tuesday, it's like $4.75. You can't beat that. But that's rough, man. Another thing that came out today, keeping it on movies, is the uh, new Lion King trailer. Came out on Wednesday this week before you're listening. Got your first look at Scar, Timon, and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa singing a little bit. At the end, yes. What were they singing? The one? Hakuna Matata? No, I think it was like a wee Fun fact for our listeners, I've only seen the Lion King in French. A wee wee. Never seen it in English. Baguette. 
So, yeah. Uh, the new trailer, I don't really care, honestly. I mean, it unless they really change up the story, I'll go and see it probably, but I'm not expecting a whole lot yeah, more out of it. I'll go see it because Riley, but I You will be dragged less. along there. I mean, 100%. I, I obviously don't care enough for the original Lion King. Um, they say it's live action, but it's all just CGI. Well, me and you were talking about this before recording. <laughs> I think they switch it up a little bit. Humans show up in Africa with the animals. That way they can actually put that live action stamp on it. See, they're in such a tricky thing with these live action movies, though, because if they changed it at all, all the hardcore fans are like, why did you change it? Like Dumbo, I guess it was completely different. Dumbo was just bland. That's why I didn't like it. But uh, I don't know. I'm too nice. I think every movie's good, but if you get look at it a certain way, but I think it was bland. <laughs> but like, you know, like I know it was nothing like the original and like that they probably got critics for that. I haven't looked. And then, but if you do the exact same movie, it's like, oh, you're just re- why waste well, your money? Yeah, what's the point of doing it? So it's, yeah, it's like they're in a tricky situation. Well, I think um, when the Jungle Book live action movie came out. It was different, but not. I thought they did a good job of changing it a little bit, but still keeping the basic Well, that's because that movie was based off the book. That's what Riley told me, at least. Okay, so that makes sense. And the movie's obviously based off the book, too, but not as. As not as much. Off the book, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't know. I think they can do a good thing with it. I hope they change it up a little bit. I I don't know if they will. We'll see. Yeah. I'm really excited for the cast for it. They, um, it has a killer cast. The cast I'll give is it that. insane as far as people who are Got Beyonce, Don Glover, Seth Rogen, John Oliver. Um, uh, I can't think of his name, but the original guy who did. Um, oh my God, Mufasa. Oh, I have no oh, idea. John Earl Jones, I want to say. He's doing Mufasa again? Yeah, he's coming back to reprise his role. Ooh, reprise is Man, such a fancy you like word. That. You like that, don't you? <laughs> But yeah, he's coming back. He's got one of the most iconic voices ever. I didn't even notice that through the trailers. But really? then again, I've only seen it in French, so it was a different voice. That is true. <laughs> I don't think that guy was speaking French. I think they hired someone else to do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll probably go and see it. I actually have seen Lion King one and a half. Remember that movie? That was a great movie. That, that was the only that was Lion a King I've seen. Behind the scenes look. Yeah. Timon and Pumbaa's story. Yep. That was a good movie. That was the only one I've seen. I Underrated was, movie. I thought it was great. I'd watch it all the time. And I remember it had like games in the menu. Remember when DVDs used to have like little games oh, you could play? that's right. And that was one of them. And I remember one of the things you could do is they had like Disneyland rides. So you could hop in the Disneyland ride and they would ride a like Splash Mountain or something. And you would be like, but it'd be like Lion King themed Splash Mountain or like Pirates or something. <laughs> That's funny. I remember they had Who Wants to Be like a, a Slugonaire or Millionaire or whatever with slugs. And oh, you would take a quiz. I think I quiz. remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Underrated movie. Great DVD. 100%. A lot of features for children. Well, I'm pretty sure it was a straight-to-DVD movie. That's probably why they had a lot of features. Yeah. They had a lot of time to work they on it. They just completely focused on that. <laughs> it was good, though. I watched it a lot, but I haven't seen the original Lion King, which is kind of funny, considering one and a half is not you even like a real movie. You're out here throwing out homework left and right like you're oh. a professor or something. How about you get some homework of your own, Jason? I want you to go home watch Lion King. Ty, I'm so busy this week, bro. Hey, maybe I was busy, too, and you still shot me some homework. I'm not. I'm Probably well, not. I got go a concert this weekend. Going to see Pink. I'm going back to girlfriend. Vegas where I just came home from today. You're just a party life, man. You're just living it up in Vegas. Nah. <laughs> uh, any Avenger stuff? Because I wrote we'll probably talk about Avengers LMAO. Yeah, they dropped the uh, kind of sneak peek scene as far as Captain Marvel talking with the other Avengers. Then I didn't watch because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I mean, it was like maybe a minute shot 
if you've watched any YouTube trailers and stuff, it's already been talked about. They showed it at a Disney shareholders meeting. And Ooh. then someone from that basically gave a written description of the scene. So it was already out there. So it's not like, you know, the hardcore people kind of like me, I guess. No, like you. <laughs> yeah. Not kind of like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, who have already like, you know, been watching YouTube videos and stuff about it and looking at the reports. Everyone already knew what this scene was. You just actually yeah. got to see it, see the chemistry with the, the, um, you know, the characters, Captain Marvel being new there. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked good. Fun fact that I found out. Because they've been doing the kind of like a press tour with all the actors. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson recorded Endgame before she recorded Captain Marvel. Well, so her character in Endgame is like her first shot at Captain Marvel, and then in her solo movie, they recorded afterwards. So she, that whole kind of arc of her becoming Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, how she kind of adapts throughout the movie, completely about- different. That all happened after well, she Well, I wonder played. if she won't be as big of a deal. Uh, she probably will. Just like the whole Black Panther thing from Infinity War. But well, that was more because... I think they weren't relying on Black Panther doing as good as it was. I yeah. think they threw all their was it, eggs in the basket or whatever. Yeah. So I think Captain Marvel is going to have a big role still. It's a major woe. Big time woe. Dang, who's Endgame filmed in? I thought it just finished like a few months ago. I believe, probably took forever. Well, I believe they filmed them back to back Endgame and Infinity War. Dude, that's brutal. I think they just filmed the whole thing back to back. That is brutal. Yep. I saw a tweet. I don't remember. I'm so bad at this. It was just something about the Core 6 or whatever. Oh, they're on like a magazine cover. The Core 6 Avengers. And who's like the Core 6 moving forward? Is there six of them? Because there's like Spider-Man. I was trying to name six. It's hard to tell because who knows who's going to be moving on from the Core 6. Because well, maybe Thor we can figure that on. out. All right, let's talk, Jay. We got Black Panther, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange. I wouldn't count Shuri or any of them because I think they're kind of like... No, they're not going to get their own solo movies. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could maybe say Ant-Man, but... Ant-Man, yeah. He's already done his first two movies of his trilogy. He'll probably only get one more, and he's... While he is successful, he's their least successful movie. Yeah, but he's still in the franchise, so he's still part of the core. I guess. You know what I mean? So there's five... And isn't there a new superhero coming out soon? Am I wrong about that? They're doing the Eternals, but it's not like a superhero. It's not going to be part of the Avengers. And uh, Black Widow. (laughs) (laughs) Black Widow's getting her own movie. I think we can confirm it right now. No. I think everyone besides Thor dies, Jason. Even Hulk. Even Hulk. Do you think they die or do you think they write them off? I think they write them off because they're Disney and they're P-U-S-S-I-E-S's. You didn't even spell that right. P-U-S-S-I-E-S. Or that you said P-I. I might have. I don't know. Either way, I got a hot little tip in the streets for you here, Jay. Oh. You're going to get spoiled a little bit, Ugh. but it's Disney's fault. What's Disney's fault? So you know Disney Plus? Yeah. New streaming service? Yeah. They're in talks right now and finalizing a Hawkeye series. Okay. Where, you know, have you seen the trailers where he's training that girl to shoot the bow and arrow? Yeah. In the comic books, there's a girl called Kate Bishop takes over as Hawkeye. Uh-huh. The series is going to be him training I feel like her. I've heard about this. Uh-huh. The series is going to be him training her to become basically Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye ain't going to die in Endgame if he's getting his own series training this girl afterwards. Honestly, I could care less about Hawkeye. Hot tip in, tip in the streets. But my, what I was saying is, I think they'll write them off. I don't know if they'll necessarily kill him. Yeah. Tony's um, going to have a kid, like he alluded to at the beginning of Infinity War. Yeah. I don't know what Bruce Banner's going to do. One thing I think... He's going to get the Hulk out of him. One thing I think people... 
I don't know, might be overlooking is... Cap might die. I think no one sees that coming. Cap dying? That's a joke. Everyone thinks oh, he's going to die. I was about to say, what? <laughs> um, I think no matter what, Tony Stark's going to, even if he isn't in any of the other movies, they're not going to kill him off because he funds the whole fucking thing. Can't have a superhero team with jets and shit if they're all broke and don't have yeah, jobs. He could just be like a behind the scenes. Kind of, you know, funds it and helps run it, but doesn't actually do superhero fighting. Yeah. I'm just, your theory, and I don't know if it was your theory or something you heard of how Endgame is going to end at the beginning of Infinity War. Dude, I, that's going to happen. I think it is. I don't know how they're going to explain deaths. Permanent deaths. 100% confirmed. Just think of like the whole Spider-Man trailers, dude. It's like I saw another one when we saw uh, Shazam and I'm just like, dude, they're acting like nothing just happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what? There's no way it's going to be post And of course that could be, that could be them just tricking us, but. Misleading. I don't know, man. I feel like that's the most plausible thing. But I feel like the whole misleading thing, it's different companies. Sony's releasing the trailer. So Sony doesn't give a shit about misleading. You know what I mean? Which is BS. It is. It's a tough spot to be in, but. Yeah. I just think that's how it's going to play out. It is how it's going to play out. It just makes too much sense. It, I mean, it does. I mean, he said a field trip in, like, I don't know if that's talked about on YouTube. You watch a lot more YouTube videos than I do, but that's gonna be something after Endgame. They're gonna be like, oh, they they had it dangling in front of our face the whole time. I, I have not, I have not heard that on a YouTube video. Wow. And then Guardians are probably gonna live because they're gonna make another movie for them. You know what's one underrated little thing they threw in the trailer that I think everyone's kind of been overlooking? That's gonna be a heartbreaking moment. What? When Nebula comes back to Earth to go to rocket and rocket realizes his entire family died oh he doesn't know he doesn't know star i'm sure he's probably assuming a little bit some of them but all of them he doesn't know star lord gamora mantis and drax all dusted or got thrown off a cliff groot don't forget about groot well he saw groot die he knows about oh yeah yeah you're right but i'm saying everyone else and he doesn't even like nebula nebula's (laughs) like thrown off a cliff (laughs) that's funny i feel like that's gonna be an underrated little heartbreaking scene right there because all they show is Nebula petting Rocket, but... That's sad. Yeah. He is going to be sad. So I, he's he's going to be on a fucking ass-kicking mission in this movie. Oh, hell I'm yeah. I'm calling it now. He's going to be like, this purple motherfucker with a ball sack chin <laughs> killed my entire family. I'm going to make some badass guns, go climbing around on War Machine's shoulder. What's the over... Un, not over under, but what's the... Uh... What's the odds for there being a scene where Racket just tries stealing the Infinity Gauntlet? <laughs> like, not even fighting, I'm just stealing it. Bro, they might have been foreshadowing. He always wants those limbs and stuff. Yeah? He wants Thanos' little golden hand. <laughs> yeah? He might not be successful, but what's the over-under of them being in a fight scene and you just see Rocket, like, trying to steal it? <laughs> I'm not sure. Dude, I think that's, like, plus maybe 300? 3 to 1 odds? At least a that's joke that about high. it. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely going to happen. Did you see Chadwick Boseman not breaking character or not spoiling? They had a red carpet interview and they were asking him like, oh, what can we expect from the upcoming uh, Endgame, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's good shit. I'll show you right now. I have to take a pee break like always, dude. I drink too much water. (laughs) I know they did like a press conference with all the characters and stuff. They did it. I don't know where it was, but they had everyone in like seats and they asked questions and stuff. Yeah. And, oh, and uh, they had the f- dead people empty, right? Yeah, they yeah. left some of the seats empty for like the 
snapped or whatever, and then they came back. But Captain America there asking him questions about his character, uh-huh. and like he was starting to talk and everything, and they like all started interrupting him, like motherfucker, you're giving away too much shit. <laughs> and then like Robert Downey Jr. gave him shit for not going to Paul Rudd's birthday party or whatever. <laughs> and, like they just completely changed the topic. Didn't he say? I don't know if it was in that same interview, but I saw a thing where he said that there's like a pretty big spoiler in the first, like in the trailers that we haven't caught yet. He said it was a visual spoiler. Yeah, you told me that. That's yeah. That's I heard that. I, it wasn't in that one because that one was just recent. Yeah. But he said it before that there's a visual spoiler in the trailers, which means something in the trailers is a really big fucking scene. Okay, Black Widow's hair. <laughs> I don't think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that's going to be a really big moment in the movie. We just don't know it yet. And with that, we're going to take our break. We'll be right back. And we're back from our break. Uh, Tyler watched that video. He thought it was good. That was a nice little cop out for Chadwick Boseman, kind of just to like, yeah, I don't want to deal with the end game questions. I don't want to spoil anything. Get yelled at by Kevin Feige. I'm dead. Talk about a cop out. Uh, Magic Johnson quit the Lakers. Bye bye. <laughs> he said this shit with LeBron ain't working out. He said, I'm "Did out you of here. watch the clips at no, all?" No, I haven't. I just saw the reports. Uh, one of the things he said, he's like, "Man, I love my life. You know, before this, when I could be ambassador of the game, and he's like, now I can't congratulate people because I'll get tampering fines and this and that." And it's funny, one of the clips, dude, he has, there's two hilarious clips. One of them, he's like, and I was just thinking, I got a great life outside of this. And he's laughing while he's saying this, like, why am I dealing with this? I got such a great life. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> like, hey, man, did you forget you have AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad, dude. Bad. I apologize. So bad. And then the other one, <laughs> the other one's even more funny. The meme is, oh, well, I'll tell you the meme afterwards. He's like, and everyone keeps coming up to me like, yeah, I'm excited for next year, next year. And he's like, and I'm just sitting here like, I'm not going to be here next year. <laughs> he said that in an interview. And then the meme's like, when my coworkers don't know I'm quitting tomorrow or whatever. Oh, that is fucking fantastic. Dude, it's so funny, bro. It's, oh, man. Well, you know what the issue is, right, Jay? What? He's a busy man, bro. He's too split up between the Lakers and the Dodgers. That's why neither of y'all have been able to win championships. Okay, A, he doesn't really do much for the Dodgers. He's just kind of like the figurehead well, of the yeah, investment Yeah, he doesn't group. do much because he's been playing with the, or doing shit with the Lakers, trying to get LeBron a decent team. Well, that's the thing is he, A, he sucked at his job. Um, <laughs> B, he he just, I don't know. He's So he has his chips in all these other different baskets that he just doesn't want to, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, Jay. This it, job, it's not worth it for him. You know what I mean? Like, it's harder uh, than he thought. He can't 100%. sign people. He thought he could come in and just sign people just because yeah. he's Magic Johnson. And it's the Lakers. He's like, wait, I have to be there, like, every game. I can't. <laughs> I just don't think the job is what he thought it would be. I'm just saying, bro. If the Lakers... Well, the They're Lakers, a dumpster fire, though. If the Dodgers go on to win the World Series, I think 100% of the credit has to be given to Magic Johnson for giving up the <laughs> Lakers to boost the Dodgers. This is one of the clips. Hold on. I'm going to play it right now for you. Let's turn this sound up. Let's see, Tyler's watching the clip. You might be able to hear it on the mic. (laughs) (laughs) The way he like looks up in the sky and just shakes his head with that little dirty smirk of his. (laughs) Dude, that is fantastic. Yeah, it was an impromptu press conference. They had a press conference with Luke Walton. And then afterwards, he was just like, hey, I got to tell you guys something. Did that. Said he couldn't tell Jeannie Buss, the Lakers owner, because he would start crying in front of her and then she'd talk him out of it. So that's how he announced it. He, prayed, he straight up pretty much admitted that he was going to fire Luke Walton and he didn't want to fire him. He just, yeah, he was like, yeah, because tomorrow, to being today, the time of recording this, he's like, I would have had to change someone's life. They would have lost their job. And like, I just can't do that and blah, blah, blah. So 
He's <laughs> not an executive anymore. Maybe. Not sure how trade deadlines work in the NBA. LeBron was getting sent away from the Lakers. Oh, my God. And he was changing LeBron's life. He was he like, could trade you him in the offseason. Imagine if LeBron requested a trade. Like, let me play for the Clippers. I want to stay in L.A., but Dude, I'm done with this shit. so fucking funny. He will, probably won't because I don't feel like he doesn't care anymore, but. Yeah. yeah He's busy making Space Jam, man. I mean, not all former athletes are good executives. There are some good ones. Jerry West, you know, Jeter so far kind of sucks, but. You know what, Jason? Impromptu, I just thought of this right now. Don't bullshit. We planned this. <laughs> Top five current players we want to see <laughs> I cannot believe as executives. You just tried pulling that off as impromptu. <laughs> We're transparent in this podcast. We're not going to do that. Uh, Top five current players we want to see as executives. I don't think we'll have a lot of overlap on this one. I don't either. Hopefully. Honestly, no, I don't think you'll get any of mine. All right. Do you want to? You know what? I'll start us off. You start. I carried the Marvel list. You get this one. Wow. I did. I had to say all my numbers because our numbers were messed up since you aren't doing your goddamn homework watching all the movies, Jay. Number five. Let's talk. This one, this guy, he's a smart guy. You know, he, he's a very smart guy. Okay. Um, he's very financially sound. He knows what he's talking about financially. Money, 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 money. And let's just say, let's just say if this ever happened, we might get hooked up with some free tickets. Oh, my. Because number five on my top five current athletes I want to see as executives Ross Stripling, Ross first guest of the podcast. Stripling. <laughs> One through five on my list now. Changing it up. <laughs> he needs to own a team. You know, he's got his, he's, you know, the stock market. He's like a stockbroker. He knows what he's doing there. Um, he deserves to own a team because he's a good guy. He's a smart guy. Number two pitcher is on the Dodgers rotation right now. Number one pitcher on the Dodgers Absolutely. rotation. Um, he's in a band. I don't know if you saw that clip of him playing in he a was. band. He was in a band. They're rocking out. He's a man of many talents. He's got his own podcast. Shout out to the Big Swing podcast with him and I think Cooper. Good podcast. Great guy. Very good guy. Good to talk to you. He's going to take care of you if you play first team. He is absolutely. And if he's an executive, he's going to have some pull. We might get our aluminum bat pitcher home run derby. We planted it in his head. <laughs> he probably won't give us credit for it, but that's okay. You take that credit and you just make it happen. I just want to enjoy it. Yes. Ross Stripling has to be an executive. That's beautiful. I know. I don't even want to say mine anymore. I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't think of it. That's why I put it. And that's why I put it number five because I wanted to lead with it. But it should be number right one. Right off the bat. Oh, 100%. Number five, Jason. We're going to go to the NBA. The very obvious choice that I believe we both left off our list LeBron would have been James. LeBron James because he basically already is an executive. We don't want to see him as an executive. He's already an executive and it sucks. Yeah, I don't want to see. He's already doing it. It's whatever. Do you need to answer that phone call? In a minute. Number five on my list. Russell Westbrook. Oh, triple-double man himself. There was an NBA poll that was done with the players. Oh. He was rated one of the most overrated players the, in the NBA. Him and someone else were tied. Yeah, we're top two. Yep. That's a tough look, bro. Man, average is a triple-double. Great player. Stat-hungry, you could argue. Absolutely stat-hungry. <laughs> but he always has a great fit on when he shows up to the game. Always looking fly. Yeah. And I think that's what you need out of a businessman. You need a businessman who knows how to wear a suit. Oh, there you go. I like that spin. And Russell Westbrook knows how to wear a suit, Jason. You were correct about that. Alrighty, Tyler. So Russell Westbrook, number five for me, Jason. Who do you got now? Number four. Number four. List. Okay, can you tell us what the name of this list is? Current players we want to see as executives. Current athletes. Current athletes we want to see as executives. I want to emphasize the athletes part. I was thinking about going this route. Athletes. Continue. You, know, you think of NBA, NHL, MLB. NFL. I don't know if I said that. I didn't go with any of those. Okay. I didn't go with a race car driver. 
Okay. Didn't go with the tennis they player. They are athletes. They are athletes. 100%. Give some credit. Didn't go with a tennis player. Didn't go with an esports gamer. Oh, that would have been a bold move. I went with the man, the myth, the legend, and it's only fitting because Masters is this week. Tiger Woods. That almost was our only overlap. He got cut off my list, really? but I wanted to do Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods as an executive, bro. I mean, he's messed up in his life, but he's electric. Anything about him is electric. He sells. He sells tickets. I don't People, know what he would be the executive of. The Detroit Tigers. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Tiger Woods is the president of baseball operations, not knowing anything what he's doing for the Detroit Tigers. That's all right. We were just saying Magic Johnson was just a figurehead for the Dodgers. He could, yeah, he could just be part of the ownership. He could be part of the ownership. Tiger Woods. He's going to get Dude, that'd be good. in seats. That would be good. I was thinking about it. I'm being dead serious, too. Executive idea. You know how they do like half court shots? They should do like a fifth inning chip in where they set up like a little barrel in the outfield. And if you could chip it in, you get maybe a putt. Because if you chip it, you could swing as hard as you can. You could probably hit the golf ball into the seats and that could be Very dangerous. Very dangerous. A putt. Clear some, some like space a fifth, there. Like a fifth inning putt in. I'm all for it. Where they recreate like a famous Tiger Woods putt. Like, I don't know. They make a platform or something that has break or whatever and you have to. I'm all for it. Throw a little piece of AstroTurf out there. He's going to have to be on. Make him the Blue Jays. Get that man up to Canada so they got AstroTurf. So he doesn't have well, you could just build a platform on like wood and wheel it out and then, you know, have him step up. I mean, that's a lot of work, but. Either way, I love it. Tiger Woods absolutely needs to be an executive of a. Maybe it could be a pregame any thing. Team. No, team. it's not a time time crunch. Yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, Tiger Woods, uh, president of baseball operations of the Detroit Tigers. Confirmed. Number four on your list? Yes. Number four on my list, Jason. This okay. man. Multicultural. Ooh. Everybody like loves him. Okay. Possibly. He knows how to do business. Okay. He's already got deals with a car dealership. Maker. Okay. Okay. The man can jump over a car and dunk. Okay. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, Ty. What about Blake Griffin? He is just... Let's pitch him. Charismatic man. He is. That he he is. was the reason I was a Clippers fan for many years. For <laughs> <laughs> you were such a bandwagon it pissed me off 100 i don't care like griffin what else the man knows how to sell a kia yeah those little hamsters knows how to jump over cars everybody loves him he's black he's white no one knows but everyone loves him he's everyone knows he's half black <laughs> half white <laughs> you know how tiger woods has his putt in Ross Stripley might have the home run derby. Blake Griffin can do, you know, can he jump over a car and dunk at halftime? There might be very many waivers you need to sign before doing that. So if you fuck up a car or break something. Well, it could be like a maybe a toy car. Maybe just put like a trampoline before it. You just got to yeah. hit the trampoline, jump over and dunk. Probably have to be like a toy car, though. I don't know how they would do that. And like not power have will. It be a, like yeah. power will. I don't know how they would do that without it being an issue, like a legal issue. But either way, the man can play all five positions. What team would Blake Griffin own? Obviously, the Clippers. The, the team that retired his number then traded him? Yep. It was retired for a reason, because he was going to be an executive one day for them. Ooh, hot take in the streets. Blake Griffin. Probably not happening, Griffin, but... Griffin. Confirmed. All right, my number three. You know, I kind of went kind of funny with all these. That was fine. My number three is a man that everyone knows well. He is a national icon, I would say. Every time he's on primetime, Sunday night football... Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, which isn't often because they don't get the, the spotlight they deserve. He's a national treasure. Everyone <laughs> loves to watch him. He has hilarious antics. He's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> He's the man with nine children, <laughs> Philip Rivers. He's got enough kids to field a team. And that is why I want him as an executive. 
I you mean, know if he knows how to handle that household, he can handle a team. If he can, if he can handle a team of uh, nine children. <laughs> you know how funny it would be if there was like, I don't know how many boys he has, but there's like seven rivers on the same team. And it's just like rivers, P-I, rivers, you know, whatever, with all like the first name acronyms. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fantastic, Jason. It'd be the rivers bunch, like the Brady's bunch. The rivers bunch. The rivers. We got to think of something that starts with an R. The rivers. I don't know. Rivers Rodeo. The Rivers Rodeo, bro. That's great. I don't know what team he would own. I know he's from like North Carolina. Why wouldn't he own the Chargers? That's true. I'd be I'd be down for it. The man's a lifetime Charger. He gets enough stake in it, you know, enough players on the team that are his kids. He might be able to move back to San Diego. Duh. That'd be great, though. Philip Rivers. I love that three. pick. I'm going to be honest. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I went a little different direction here, Jason. Alrighty. You took a quarterback who's below elite. Right on that edge. <sighs> I chose the greatest champion, the greatest leader in the history of the NFL. The man can carry a bunch of guys off the streets to a winning football team. Are we talking about Adam Sandler from The Longest Yard? Yes. (laughs) No, Jason. A man who can bring a city together in the face of a disaster. Oh, my God. The one. I should have seen this coming. Drew Brees. The man. Who's inspired my T-shirt of a goat currently with a number nine on it? Who bought that for you, Ty? You did, Jason, because <laughs> you even know Drew Brees is the goat. Oh my God! Don't. And he's going to be the goat of executives from the New Orleans Saints. It just makes that. sense. I hate everything about that. It just makes sense. He is a natural-born leader. I hate everything about that. You're just pissed off because he's better quarterback. Tom, than your quarterback. Tom Brady's better than him, bro. Tom Brady's got other things to do. He just started. He just got on Twitter, Jason. He's busy learning Twitter. You seen those? <laughs> he's actually pretty funny on he Twitter. He is. He's cracking me up. Darren Ravel <laughs> tweeted something, and then he co-tweeted like, "All right, Twitter, it's been fun." <laughs> he's like, "I'm done now." <laughs> he's actually pretty good on Twitter. That's good stuff. Uh, I can't hate that pick. Drew Brees is all right. I should have seen it coming though. You should have seen it coming. It was very obvious. But he's coming from Jason, a locker room that paid players to injure players. I don't know if I want that as an executive. Someone that you know what has that a past of being involved our, in that kind of that stuff. That was on our defense. But he was involved. Maybe he was throwing some money like, hey, you hurt someone, I'll, I'll pay you. That was on our defense, Jason. The man brought a city together in the face of a disaster and brought a championship home. It was like two, three years after the disaster, if anyone's counting. In but. need. That was like the year of, the year after. No, Katrina was like 2006. They won in like 2010. In the face of a disaster, <laughs> in the back of everyone's mind, and he brought that trophy home, Jason. I can't downplay Katrina. That's a terrible thing to do. But Drew Brees is also a terrible pick. You can't downplay Drew Brees' success and greatness. Drew Brees is great. He's not the goat. He's the third great. He's the third goat behind Brady and Rivers. <laughs> Jason, who's number two on your list before you start making more jokes? Number two. This one's another funny one. Is uh, another a basketball player? My only basketball player. Did you have another basketball player on your list? I did not. I thought you had two NBA. I switched it up. Kevin I Dur- did. I had Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin. Oh, five, uh, four. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Because he would be so confused as an executive. He would, his team would suck, and he would just try being the executive of another team. <laughs> <laughs> the playoffs would start, and he wouldn't be, it'd be like, you know, he's the executive of the Washington Wizards, because that's his hometown. They wouldn't make the playoffs, and then, you know, the one seed would be the Warriors or whatever. And he'd be like, hey, guys, you know, can I, uh, can I join your advisory board? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just very obvious he would try and build up a team. They wouldn't do well. 
and he'd automatically go be the executive for the team that won the finals the yep. year before. Yep, yep. He'd and then gone. and then play it off like that was his creation. <laughs> like, man, I'm the greatest executive in the world. Three straight rings with the team I didn't build. That's a that's a beautiful choice. Thank you, Tyler. I There's appreciate nothing wrong it. With that. I appreciate it. I told you I got a good list here. However, I feel like he might have some attitude problems in the locker room. <laughs> Guys might not get along with him, Jason. Number two on my list. Someone everyone's gonna get along with? Someone every single person on the face of planet Earth will get along with. It will be the number one, take. the number one party team in the uh, NFL. I'm surprised this isn't your number one. I'm talking full on ragers, WWE matches in the locker room. Oh yeah, a lot of concussions. A man who is still technically a current player because they haven't played a game without him yet. Yep, Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. That's a great pick. I can't can't refute you it. Can't argue that the man is charismatic. He's charismatic. Lovable, hilarious with his 69 jokes. He's a winner. He's the only adult who can make a 69 joke and it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's a winner. He's a, he's a winner. What would Everyone expects Tom Brady to go on and lead some team? Nah. The greatest tight end of all time in his prime. Most dominant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can make the case. Yeah. Absolutely. I get what you're saying. Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. And I mean, I'm just saying the president of the Patriots kind of under fire right now. Can you imagine if Rob Gronkowski was Bill Belichick's boss? That would be so insane to watch those conversations happen. Bill, I'm going to need you to make a 69 joke or I'm going to fire you. I don't understand how that relationship even worked when he was playing for him. (laughs) Like Those are the two most polar opposite people I can think of that made it happen. Yeah, especially Gronk on the Patriots. like He's so anti like what the Patriots usually are. Yeah. That is a weird fit when you really think about it, but it worked. You got, what, three rings, two rings? And it's going to work in the future when he takes over the New England Patriots. I just want to say, we specified in our Super Bowl podcast that it had to be before the airing of the next podcast, but I did bet for Gronk to retire at plus 500 odds. It just happened a couple months after. Oh, yeah. So, oh, and we never paid up that Super Bowl bet. You never wore a Chargers jersey. I really hope that's not my car going off. Yeah, sorry if you could hear that car alarm. It's not mine. Um, if you could hear that's really annoying, I'm sorry. But it's not my car, so that's a positive thing. Oh, we got to look at the bright side. Um, but we're on to our number ones because you just talked about Gronk. Uh, my number one, after looking at my list, I don't know why he was my number one. You can make the case that he should have been my number five, but whatever. Um, everyone's Fair in enough. this group together. There is no real ranking. Number one, I said I needed someone that was fun. And you know who's the, the most fun player in sports right now? Who? Yasiel Puig. Oh, baby. Yasiel Puig is my number one pick. That's beautiful. Not a Dodger anymore, but I still love him. Might be communication issues. That doesn't matter. He speaks English. Probably broken a little bit because I know he didn't when he came over. That's a beautiful choice. That that could fight Rob Gronkowski's team for the most fun team to be on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, those two are going head to head right there. Puig's brawl that we didn't talk about that we should have talked about it. All-time moment. All-time moment, dude. That picture of him just coming on the entire fucking Pirates With his team. entire team, like, holding him back. <laughs> and the dude, like, face-planting at his feet. Dude, that's so great. All-time picture. I'll miss that so much, man. All-time picture. Oh, I'm gonna miss him. Yeah, I'll say LP. He's one of a kind. I'm gonna go see him next week. Did he get suspended for the Dodgers game? Only suspended two games. Thank God. Okay, so he is gonna be yeah. back to Dodger Stadium? If he would have got suspended longer... He might have just appealed it so he could play in L.A. Because I know yeah. he loves the fans and he probably wants to play in L.A. Yeah. against the Dodgers. So. I was going to say, that would suck if he had to miss the... 
you know, yeah, returning it, back. To yeah, it would have sucked, dude. It would have sucked <laughs> bad. I would have been pissed. I bought tickets for those months ago. Oh shit. <laughs> um, Jason, kind of a coincidence. You chose Yasiel Puig as your number one. Mm-hmm. Possibly the funniest guy in baseball. Funniest guy in baseball. He's probably a complete sweetheart because he's Canadian. Oh, he's the funniest guy in baseball to you? Jason, he got hit with a pitch this week and charged the mound to grab the baseball he got hit with and toss it back to the pitcher and go to first base. I did not see this. It was so funny. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Let's Joey Votto. No. Joey first he, baseman I didn't know he the did Cincinnati that. Reds. He got hit with the ball and you see him walking towards the pitcher like eyeballing him. He picks up the baseball that hit him, tossed it back to him and jogged on over to first base. <laughs> Dude cracks me up. He messes with the fans. He's a just I know a, he messes with the fans. He's just a clown on the baseball field. He's like a serious clown. And I'm full on buying into the stereotype here. I apologize. He's Canadian, bro. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's gonna be a great businessman to work with. He can reignite the Montreal Expos. Boomo. Start the Montreal Expos. Or just own the Blue Jays. But yeah. no, he'll start the Montreal yeah, Expos. Let's bring back a I don't know where Canadian from, team. Where can where from Canada? Canada. Say. <laughs> We're from Canada. He feels like Toronto. a Quebec kind of guy to me. Quebec? Um, Toronto. Oh, well. Born in Toronto. Can confirm he's taken over the Blue Jays. I mean, I don't, yeah. I think some of your other lower ones were a little stronger I than Joey Votto. I kind of just threw them all on the list. Joey Votto as number one was a little, should have been like number four maybe. It was just the video I saw him getting hit and it cracked me up because <laughs> I thought he was going to fight him and he just grabs the ball and tosses it like, here, try again next time. <laughs> he would be a good executive, though. I agree. 100%. He's got, you know, he's he's got the name. He's got the, the profile. He's got the niceness, the humor. I think he'd be good. You know what? I think I saw him on All-Star Weekend. That man also knows how to wear a suit. Oh, underrated thing. You underrated. Love this, the suit I mean, thing. When I'm talking about an executive, I need a man who can wear a suit and look like a businessman. Yeah. People don't talk about that enough. Phil Phil Rivers with his suit and, ba- and cowboy boots, that'll be electric. That'll be electric. And his oh. little bell bottom, or not bell, he wears a bow tie, or not a bow tie, a different kind of tie, I don't. I can't think of it. You know electric. what, Jason? What? He's going to take the Chargers down to that old town road. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Back to San Diego. <laughs> dude, that song, I hate it so much, but I can't help oh, but get stuck it, in my dude. head, it bro. It is so good. I want to so take my horse to the Oak Town Road. Gonna ride till I can no more. Okay, one thing I was telling Riley, because people are like, how isn't this considered country? Like, Because the whole joke is like, Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't think it's country. I mean, I honestly, at first when I heard it, I was like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. But that was before I listened to the song. Uh-huh. It's not country. It's just because... A rapper uses a country accent and uses the word horse doesn't make it a country That's what song. I'm saying. And there's rap beats. There's hip hop beats That's in it. It's a complete hip hop song. Yeah. Just because he's talking about country stuff doesn't make it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm sitting there in my acoustic guitar and my fucking cowboy hat on talking about fucking bitches getting money, but with an accent, they're not going to put it on fucking 99.1. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, for those of you they who might. don't know 99.1, it's a... Uh, KGGI. It's a, a hip hop station up here. Yeah. Sorry for the confusion. But yeah, the <laughs> song's not country. I'm sorry. Yeah. But great song. Like, there's no elements. There's no, like, I don't know what elements there are to. You know, a, just because you're talking in an accent and you're talking about a horse doesn't mean it's country. Great song, though. I'm not downplaying how great of a song <laughs> it is. Do you prefer the Billy Ray Cyrus version or the non Billy Ray Cyrus? I don't Cyrus? know. Billy Ray Cyrus, kind of fire on the track. <laughs> Talking about Maserati sports cars out here. (laughs) 
That man, can we talk about Billy Ray Cyrus for a minute, Jay? Yeah, absolutely. It has nothing to do with our podcast. I don't care. Absolutely. What are you going to say that about That man him? started off as country singer, cowboy guy. Yeah. Can we talk about his transition after he's had his daughters into just everything? He's smoking weed with their one ex. I think it was a little Zan was he really? or something. I didn't know that. He had, they have one of the exes. Like, I think it was... Um, XX Tenacion? No. Oh, is that, is that the dead one? Yeah, it's the dead one. We don't talk about him. I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was or whatever. Is that even his name, Nipsey Hussle? Oh, I have no idea who he was. Yeah, R.I.P. to him, too. <laughs> We're just going to have a moment of silence for all the fallen. That concludes our moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> this is a picture of him smoking weed with one of his daughter's boyfriends and stuff. And now he's on the track with, you know, Old Town Road and everything. That man has made a great transition. I think he could possibly be the one pop culture icon to end racism. He's a man of the people. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> he is a man of the people. He loves everyone. Oh my God, dude. Billy Ray Cyrus is going to end racism. He can do it all. We need a Billy Ray Cyrus Eminem mashup. Eminem is still white. That doesn't end racism, Jason. But Eminem does black people things. That's what you're saying <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus does. Okay. What's the difference? Eminem has always done that. Billy Ray Cyrus has transitioned with the times. Okay, so we would need like a Billy Ray Cyrus, like a Billy Ray Cyrus Snoop Dogg or something like that. I mean, he's already done the mashup. I'm more than okay with that. No, he needs to do different avenues now. And he needs to maybe go into some Des- the Despacito, Billy Ray Cyrus remix. That would be beautiful. Can you imagine Billy Ray Cyrus, Despacito, <laughs> and then trying to sing. <laughs> Justin Bieber tried doing it. I think Billy Ray Cyrus could do it better. Absolutely. 100%. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um. Going back to basketball real quick to wrap it off. I have a funny story to tell. Well, Tyler might tell it better. Talking about basketball, Magic Johnson, we went a little off track. We got a funny basketball story from when we were kids. I disagree, but continue. So, Tyler, you were trying out. Was this before you tried out for the basketball team or after? It was the day of. So, after, no, because you tried out. Because I remember picking you up from tryouts, me and my mom. And that is when we went and played basketball. Afterwards, I tried out, and then right after my basketball tryouts, we have went we over to your house. Have talked about this on the pod? I feel like we might have. I don't think we have. So we're, <clears> you know, Tyler's trying to practice basketball. I had a basketball course, so I was being a good friend, helping him out. You know, we were doing some situations. He was doing some run and bounce passes, fadeaway shots, and he jumped off the driveway and rolled his ankle. I tried hitting that fadeaway three. Mm-hmm. There was a step down that I was unaware of off on the, the driveway. Yeah. I rolled my ankle pretty good, Jay. You know, and I was thinking, it's a roll. I rolled my ankle plenty of times. I was like, Ty, get up. Come on. He's like, I can't play anymore. I was like, all right, that's fine. You're fine, though. It's not broken or anything. Let's get up and go put some ice on it. Don't help him up. (laughs) Don't help him walk to the couch. I get up from the front yard. I'm like, I try to dribble the ball, and you're like, you're fine. You're fine. I'm like, Jay, I can't play basketball. (laughs) So I limp all the way in to your couch, through the garage, through the kitchen, to your living room. No help from you, by the way. What ended up happening there, Jay? Uh, you broke something? <laughs> I broke my goddamn ankle. <laughs> and you're saying... Uh, I literally you're... told you, dude, it's not broken. Come on. You're fine. You said you're fine. You made me walk all the way in the house on a broken ankle. Oh, my God. Because dude. your front yard was not up to safety standards It was basketball. a driveway. <laughs> what... It would fall off off the driveway. That happens. 
go to school the next day in crutches. <laughs> yes, you did. You're in crutches for a while. It was months. I had a cast on. It was broken. If anything, I did you a favor, though. For the rest of your life, you can tell everyone you would have made the basketball team if you didn't well, break your ankle. Here's the issue, Jason. I go to school the next day. You know how I tried out before I broke yeah. the ankle? Go to school, check the list of who made first cuts. <laughs> I was not on that list. <laughs> because you broke your ankle, bro, he knew. He just sensed it. Yeah, he cut the coach, whoever it was. It's not even one of those things like, ah, coach, I can't play on your team, bro. I broke my ankle. He didn't want me on the team before I broke No, ankle. no, no, no. He knew you broke your ankle, so that's why he cut you. I'm going to be honest. Just saying, that was kind of bullshit. What? That I didn't make first cuts. <laughs> okay, what what happened? I was balling. Jason, you can attest to this. I'm a short man today. Yeah. I'm vertically challenged. 5'3". <laughs> no, shut up. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was balling in middle school. I was pretty tall. I was about You're the same, the same size, size you are now. now. So I had the height to play basketball in middle school, and I saw some people up. I did one of those fake layups, go under the rim and make the layup from the other side. Mm-hmm. I hit him with that, and everyone jumped off the bleachers, hyping me up in the tryouts. You felt good, didn't you? I felt real good, and somehow I still didn't make cuts. Because you broke your ankle. Now, something tells me people were paying that coach under the table. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's got to be it. Who was the coach? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Was it Westlake? No, he coached like running or something. Oh, I think it was uh, Richardson. Coach Richardson. Yes, 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 yes. Good guy. I doubt he'd take money, but something was going on there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe gun to his head. Someone else was taking money and forced him to cut me. I think so. They were like, you need to cut that Wooten kid. He's too good. He's too good. We don't want him to make the team and, you know, show everyone up. But. What was this? Eighth grade? Moral of the story is seventh grade. Moral of the story, Jason. How about we don't tell your friends you're fine when you get hurt? How about we check on your friends? <laughs> How about we make sure they're fine before you tell them they're fine? Bro, it was such a small roll, though. You literally <laughs> fell like six inches. The gap between the driveway and the ground is literally like six inches. I think you're forgetting if that. I jumped. Not even six inches, like three inches. Backwards to hit the fadeaway in your face. No, I passed it to you. We were working as a team. I remember specifically. Anyways, I hit the fadeaway. Because my pass kind of led you off. That's why you fell. So I was up in the air, falling backwards. And then I was expecting, here comes the floor. Surprise, the floor is a multiple inches lower than you were expecting. <laughs> I think you just got weak bones, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you need to drink more milk. <laughs> I believe I'm lactose intolerant, Jason. That's really, <laughs> that's really inconsiderate of you to say something like that. <laughs> You got weak bones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I had another story to tell, and I forgot about it because you made me laugh so hard. Remember when we you got kicked out of dodgeball for hitting that kid in the face? Nope. At the trampoline park? Nope. Yes, you do. Come on. Nope. Never happened. We were at, a, what is it, Pharaoh's Last Resort, and they had a little trampoline area inside, and we were playing trampoline dodgeball. Allegedly. There's like... We were, what, like 14, 15? <laughs> Probably, yeah. And there was these jackass kids, like 10-year-olds, that were just being jerks to the younger kids, so me and Ty teamed up on them, and Ty pegged them so hard in the face, and we got kicked out of trampoline dodgeball the rest of the day. It's all a legend. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a lot of funny moments from our childhood. It was good times. I had another story to tell, and I can't remember now. Is it basketball-related, baseball, soccer? 
Oh, weren't you? No, this isn't related, but weren't you going to try out for the soccer team at Sultana that <laughs> yes. one year? Me and Sebastian both were going to try out. No, I thought Brandon, Brandon was Brandon. too. It yeah. might have been Brandon. I played sports in high school. We played baseball. Yeah. My least favorite part about it was running. <laughs> so I love playing me some soccer and kicking the ball around and, you know, crossing people up and a little, little dribble dribble. Yeah. Bro, all they did, because they trained right did next to us. Did you actually try out? No. Oh, no. Okay. But we would play baseball when we were on the JV team, and the soccer team would practice yeah, yeah. in our deep outfield. All they did was run the entire time. Yep. It was like a track team. Yeah. I'm not about that. Teach me some technical stuff. I don't need to be I'm in sure shape. They, I'm sure at that point, you I mean, you want to learn technical stuff, but I'm sure if you're making the high school team, you probably already have technical stuff. They shouldn't be teaching you from step one. I was pretty good. Were you? You had the height because you were short. Yeah. I was, I'm built to be a soccer player. You're also, we determined that Tyler looks like a cameraman. <laughs> yeah, I think I've figured out my career choice. I tend to wear hats backwards. I have long hair and a scruffy beard. <laughs> wearing black. And glasses, wearing black. You're a cameraman, bro. I think I'm a cameraman. If you just look up like stock photos of cameraman, I wonder how many look like you. I need to buy more graphic tees and button-ups that I don't button up. <laughs> just throw on over the t-shirt. Oh my God. Let's see. Is there any stock photos of cameraman? Um, oh, this one looks like you totally, it looked like an emo guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but yeah, Tyler looks like a cameraman. I'm meant to be a cameraman. I have actually uh, trained in cinematography. I took one high school class. Yeah. But I'm a great cameraman. You, all, you know what else you are, Ty? You're what? a great podcaster. I'm a fantastic podcaster. You're the funniest guy I know. I, I care about That's why we make people. such a dynamic duo. I care about the people and the listeners. You do. I want to make you guys laugh. That you make me, me laugh, happy. that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a Apple review. Be sure to uh, share with a friend. Share with a friend. I don't know if Shout anyone... out uh, Jacob for sharing with a friend last week. Don't know if his friend ever responded. Friend, if you haven't responded, what the fuck? Bro, what Come the on. fuck? If you are here, congratulations. Congratulations, your life has been blessed. Yeah. Congratulations on laughter. If he's not here, Jacob, seriously. You know, hold on. I think we need to rebrand. Okay. I think we're possibly funny enough to rebrand as a fitness podcast. Fitness? What do you mean? We're going to make people laugh so much that they get six packs. (laughs) I think we need to start rebranding a little bit. I don't think that's going to happen. Within the lines of your abs. (laughs) That's what I was about to say. Oh, I think we need to have abs before that happens. Um, I got I? abs. Look at those. Oh, I got a keg. Look at that, baby. I got a one pack. <laughs> but yeah, be sure. Yeah, Jacob, if your friend hasn't listened to it yet, you know, just tell him like, hey, what are you doing? Well, we won't know until we listen. Look and see how many people listen to this episode. And friend, if you're listening right now, let us know on Twitter. You tell a friend. You tell a friend. Tell us what you think. Leave a review. Even if it's bad, tell us what you think. But if it's a bad review, leave five stars anyways, but then just write the review how you feel, honestly. Give us five stars, but then give us tough love in the comment section. Yes. I love this podcast, but dot, dot, dot. I don't. Even if that's what it is, just leave five stars. Yeah, absolutely. Follow us on Twitter. Check out our YouTube What's... page that someone didn't do his weekly deadline. Dude, I know it's been a month since we posted. Ty, I've been busy, man. I'm sorry. I understand. And I understand. that video sucked. We need to make another video. We do video. need to make another video. Maybe coming at you with Within the Lines Productions coming soon. We're thinking about making some short films, everybody. Stay tuned. So we'll keep you updated. We're funny guys. Great actors. 
I'm meant to be a cameraman. <laughs> I got the look for it. We got friends that could be maybe some vlogs. I told Ty we should start some vlogs. We should just post a bunch of random stuff on within the lines. We might be branching out, everybody. Be prepared for big time changes at Within the Lines Productions. Absolutely. And until next time, do we have a catchphrase? Be a good friend. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.